Now, Spike and Otis, the Bay Bridge Spokesbirds. Spike, what's better than time at the beach? More time at the beach. Right. More sun, surf, boardwalk, funnel cake. And fries. Well, how can we make this happen? It's easy, Otis. Skip the traffic. Just go early and stay late. Avoid Bay Bridge delays when you go early and stay late. Get 24-7 traffic updates at 1-877-BASE-BAN at the MDTA on Twitter or baybridge.com. G'day, everyone. Lauren Cress, the business scientist here. Hope you're having a fabulous week. So as I mentioned on Monday, I have the lovely Hallie Avolio joining us today for a chat. Hallie is a mindset ninja. She's also a podcaster. She's also a live streamer. She runs a channel called Sassy AF TV. And because this is a show where we swear, yes, it's Sassy as Fuck TV, which I love. Uh, I actually got to be on Hallie's show as well. We did a little LinkedIn live stream swap. Uh, and yeah, I'm really excited to share this interview with you because I think it's time, as I mentioned on Monday, I think it's time to do a little bit more mindset stuff. This is a time of year where we're kind of trying to work out. I mean, in general, this is a time of year where we get to reflect a little bit and pause, but we kind of been pausing all year. So it's a bit of a different one. And I'm really turning to experts at the moment to go, all right, what do we, what do we kind of need to do to take care of ourselves? How do we also make sure that if we've been having this time to pause, right? And we're trying to run a business and now it's like, okay, now I want to push forward and do more of that. Like, how do we protect ourselves? How do we take care of ourselves? Because we don't want to end up, I certainly don't want to end up in the same situation I was a year ago where I was really at risk of burnout all the time. And I was sort of like, felt like I was going through this yo-yo all the time. Uh, so I talk a little bit about my health and what's changing my health as well in this chat. And Hallie's going to give you some really great tactics and strategies for actually taking better care of yourself. We're actually going to talk practical as well. So really, really excited to share that with you. Check out the show notes to find out more about Hallie and how you can reach out to her. Like me, she's super active on LinkedIn. Uh, she's a beach girl from Santa Barbara in California. So I could really relate to that as a fellow beach girl. And um, yeah, I think you guys will love her. I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, so we're just about to get onto the main part of the show. Just a quick reminder, if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a positive rating and review. It makes a massive difference. If you know someone who this would help out, consider sharing it with them. Give it to them like a little Christmas gift. Here you go. You know, I mean, it's funny. Christmas is this time where we like buy all these commodities, right? Like we buy all this stuff to give to people. I'm like, wouldn't it be better if we gave something to people that would actually help them make a change they wanted to make in their lives? You know, like how much more valuable is that? Like for some reason we think that, well, a lot of people think that buying someone like, I don't know, a new set of steak knives or buying someone like the latest blender, you know, is, is, is valuable. But I'm like, how much more, like I always do this thing. I don't know, maybe my family don't like this, but I, I go through stages where I'm like, I'm just going to buy people books. I'm going to have people books that I think they should read because a book has so much more power to change our life. And I think that episodes like this do too, thanks to the work of the people who make this possible, the experts, right? So big thank you to Hallie um, for giving up her time to chat with us. And if you want to give a gift like this to someone, all you need to do is grab this episode and send it to them in a text. Super, super easy. So 
yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the final thing is like if you're a regular listener, regular listeners to this show, if you're enjoying this show, if you want to support the show, help me keep it going. Help me pay for all the fees that, you know, make this podcast possible, like hosting and all that kind of stuff. You can head over to Kofi, ko-fi.com forward slash Lauren Cress. And for the price of a cup of coffee, ideally once a month if you can, you get 12 episodes. That's essentially the deal. My pitch is $4 for 12 episodes, but I don't put this all behind a gated wall, right? I will have content that I'm releasing next year that I'm asking people to pay for, but this stuff will always stay free. The podcast will always be free. The YouTube channel will always be free. And I want that. I want it to be democratized information. But if you can help me out a little bit, that would be really great. So four bucks, 12 episodes, I think that's a pretty good deal. All right, so that's it from me for today before our guest comes on the show. Uh, There might be a little ad break here and we'll be back in a tick. Halle of Olio, everyone. Babe, there's something different about my mango pineapple smoothie. Really? My caramel frappe tastes fine. Nah, something's definitely different. No difference? Other than I got them for half off because I ordered on the app. Well, that explains it. Explains what? How things seem to taste so much better when you're getting a sweet deal. Okay. (laughs) Right now at Mickey D's, get 50% off any size McCafe beverage when you order through the McDonald's app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Follow one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even getting a dental checkup. Mr. Carter, wouldn't you prefer the chair? I'm fine on my bike, Doc. Well, let me know if you feel any discomfort. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. All done, Mr. Carter. Remember to brush, floss, and lubricate your drive chain regularly. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love. G'day, everyone. Lauren Cress, the business scientist here. Happy Thursday. I don't usually do a Thursday live stream, but... I have the lovely Hallie Avolio with me. We just actually did a live stream on Hallie's channel. Channel? Like, would you call it channel? Yeah, but but can we just say that it was Wednesday when we did it on my show? So that's right. Yeah, Yeah. and it's Wednesday for you. So um, we're time warping. It's great. So we had an awesome chat. You can probably tell we're already like warmed up. We're already like mid conversation, but. Hallie, for people who don't know about you and what you do, can you tell us a little a bit, a little bit, a little bit about what you're working on at the moment, what you're passionate about, your story? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you for being or having me here today. It was great. It's been, I feel like we've just spent the whole afternoon together. It's fun. <laughs> so my business is called Sassy Healthy Fit, and my mission is to empower in-demand women to unlock their sassy side and prioritize themselves without guilt. So my background is in corporate sales. I did corporate sales for about 10 years and then worked with my husband on his small business doing sales and marketing and human resources. And a couple of years ago, I finally branched off into my own business and realized that there is a huge market and opportunity for women to come together in community and learn how to practice self-care in a way that's simple, sustainable, and fun. 
because it's relevant to business owners, it's relevant to our personal lives, it's relevant as mothers, it's relevant as friends, it's relevant in all aspects of being a woman and really being a human. And so my my role is facilitating conversations, speaking events. I have a podcast as well and a YouTube show. Um, I love to facilitate workshops, women's circles, and teach women how to come together in this space and really understand why it's important to practice self-care to stand in their power and be the best version of themselves every single day. Oh, stand in their power. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's, pow- that's powerful. Stand in their power. I love that. Hallie, I noticed when you were explaining what you do, you talked about guilt, you know, yeah. Um, and I want to kind of start with that question. Like, tell me a little bit about, because I think, you know, for, for my audience, you know, we've got a mixture of men and women who are trying to grow their business, who are entrepreneurs. And I, I mean, just thinking about myself, I'm like, I kind of put the whole self-care thing, as I was saying on your show before, right? it didn't become a priority for like the first four years of my business. And I'm like, I want to help people like not make those mistakes. So right. like, when you said guilt, I was like, yeah, I did feel guilty about looking after myself. Why do we do that? And like, especially for entrepreneurs and small business owners, why do we, why do we do that? It's a great question, Lauren, why we do it. I think that there's not enough, there's not enough advocating for positive self-care in general, the stories that we're told from the time that we're little, whether we're a boy, a girl, a man, a woman, doesn't that that doesn't really matter. We're not told that it's okay to put ourselves first. We're told that when we put ourselves first, we're being selfish, we're being self-centered, we're being egocentric, right? And these words have negative connotations. This is where we get kind of the slap on the wrist and people tell us, don't be that way. Don't put yourself first. But if we look at the classic example of the oxygen mask, I know many of us are not really flying nowadays, but you look at the oxygen mask analogy of put your oxygen mask on first so that you can help those in need next to you. That's really what self-care is about. But it's not just about, you know, going off and doing something where you're pampering or some sort of glamorous activity. In my mind, self-care is about standing in your power by understanding what your core values are and then backing those up with rituals and routines that you do daily so that you really can understand when I put myself first, I'm going to be more productive. I'm going to be more efficient. I'm going to be more joyful, more grateful, et cetera, in all aspects of my life. So that whole concept of guilt, it's, it's a really useless notion. as in why do we need to feel guilty because we're fueling our tank and because we're taking care of what's important to us at our core, right? There's, there's no guilt needed. And yet we have this narrative, this old narrative that we've been told since the beginning of it's not okay. And so that's really the paradigm shift that I want to help make is to empower men and women that put yourself first. That doesn't mean that you don't care for other people. It doesn't mean that you don't consider other people or that you're not compassionate. Compassion is one of my main core values that I stand behind. And I talk about compassion all the time, but it has to start with self-compassion and then it can be other compassion. I just want to give a quick shout out to Megan McNeil. Megan is my new friend. She's over in Perth. Hey, Megan, hope you're doing well. She said, love it, stand in your power. And she also said, fill your cup so you can help others 
helpful feel others yeah i like i i think that everything you're saying i'm like uh i i want to like turn everything you're saying into quotes now that's my mission i want to be all the quote cards <laughs> all the quote cards but it's it's like um you know, you mentioned the storytelling thing, you mentioned values and, and from a brand perspective, you know, those words stand out to me because when we're thinking about brand, as you know, right, we're thinking about like, how do I share a compelling story? Mm -hmm. How do I tell other people about what it is I'm, I'm here to do? But, you know, as we were just talking about on your show as well, like, it's so important to come back to actually like, but who are you? And what's going on for you right and these stories that you know we're both fans of Brene Brown these stories that we tell ourselves or that we tell you know as a result of what we've been told you know that that narrative of you know this is this is bad to look after yourself like I mean how do you see that changing you know you're, you you want to bring a paradigm shift here and I think that's incredible like how, how do you how do we go about that and and does that does it start with us what what do we need to kind of do I believe it starts with us. I believe it starts with taking action. So, you know, they say thoughts turn into action and that's where you see shifts. So I believe that if we can start shifting our own language and our own deals and our and really taking stock of what our values are, I put a lot of emphasis around core values and understanding them. And to me, self-care is directly correlated to core values because you have what are your core values to understand how do you stand in your power to understand practice self-care. And by, by taking action based on your thoughts, you're leading by example. And that has a ripple effect to all of those in your connection, in your network. So whether it's people that are seeing you, um, that you work with, but it could also be your friends or your family members and especially your children. So anybody that is a parent and you know you, you understand this, it's like, I think very clearly about what are the words that I use to talk about myself so that I act in a way in front of my children that's both authentic to me and leads by example so that they know that they can put themselves first. And so I'm really self-aware and also just aware of what language I'm using. And now I don't have to think about it so much, but in the beginning, when I really made this shift and started doing this deep personal work on myself, I really had to make some massive shifts and, and really kind of tell myself, I got to get out of my own way and I have to stop self-sabotaging. And so if I want to be successful in all parts of my life, then these are the things that I have to do. And it starts with positive self-talk and living in your core values. So for people who are kind of like, okay, but what does this have to do with business success, right? Yeah. I mean, you kind of alluded to it in the, in the, at the end of what you said there. I mean, what stood out to me is I'm like, I remember thinking, I'll take care of myself once the business is sorted. Once I get my business to a certain certain point, then I'll start looking after myself. What's wrong with that kind of narrative? What's wrong with kind of going, yeah, I understand it's important, but like it's not a now thing for me. Yeah, well, if you if you consider self-care as a nice to have and not a need to have, what's going to happen is you're going to burn out. You're going to have physical ailments that you're not going to be able to perform at your optimal performance level, right? So you're not going to be as effective, as successful, make as much money as you want to make. And you're not going to come across as your true self because you're constantly going to be fighting against the values that really want to come to the surface. So if you want to, you know, think about, 
think about a car. You know, if you want your car to run optimally, then you have to both, you know, take care of it by putting fuel in its tank. You have to make sure that the engine has clean oil. You have to make sure that, you know, it's not rusting, that it's not just sitting on the street, never, never moving, never charging its battery, right? Otherwise, that car is not going to get you where you need to go when you have that important meeting where you're going to make all your millions. So it's the same thing when it comes to self-care. But self-care starts with, you know, everything from, and you, you and I were just talking about this briefly, Lauren, was about a morning routine. And I think a morning routine is one of the most simple and simple, sustainable, and fun. Those are my three words that I look at when I talk about self-care. And if you can implement a morning routine as a business owner that puts yourself first and allows you to stand in your power very first thing in the morning, then you will be more successful. You will make more money and you will optimize everything that it is you want to do, whatever industry you're in. And I firmly believe that. And I've seen it both for myself and for my clients and for my family, for my husband. It makes a world of difference when you want to talk about, you know, being successful in business. Yeah, it kind of makes me think of as well, like I, I keep relating this back to my my personal, personal experience with this because I, I think a lot of people go through this. But um, I think about little things like because you mentioned routine and ritual, like um, sleep was yeah. a big one for me. Like just, you know, I had yesterday, the, you know, I, I usually try to get my, you know, eight hours sleep. I get up early. I'm like a early riser. I'll get up around 530. Um, but I get to bed by like 10. Right. So I can right. kind of like wind down. And um, anyway, I had a conversation that went on for a bit and then I had to get my, my podcast up, which usually I wouldn't leave to the last minute, but this time I did. And, and I was like, you know, and then I was drinking a little bit too much that night. And all these little things, you know, meant that like yesterday was a really hard day for me because I kind of woke up and I was like at seven, you know, I don't feel great about waking up at seven. I didn't get to go to the beach before my eight o'clock meeting, you know, and, and, and then I, I felt like I couldn't show up to my meetings the same way and all these little things. And I'm like, look, I got through it because it's like one day, but I'm like, there's people who are doing this like every day, right? Every day. Right. Well, I, when I first started my career, I was in sales and I was in, um, I was working in Los Angeles and I was working for a big corporation. And, you know, the expectation was that you got to the office before 8am. So most people that wanted to be successful and do the best in sales and, you know, in sales, it's very competitive, right? So everything is about, you know, where are you at on the leaderboard and where are you ranking and how many dollars are you bringing in? Right. Everything is competitive. So it's like the earlier you get there, the better you are, the more successful that you are. And so I remember I would get to the office 7, 7, 15 in the morning and I would like hit it early and I'm organizing and then I'm making phone calls and then I'm literally out all day pounding the pavement, walking from business to business, you know, knocking down doors, selling them my services, pounding the phone calls, you know, just working my butt off. I don't even know if I ate half the time or if I did eat, I was eating junk food. I ate so much fast food in those days. I don't know how my body functioned, except that I'm lucky I was in my 20s then. So theoretically, my metabolism was faster. But, you know, I would work at least, you know, seven in the morning till five or six at night in the office. Then I would sometimes hit the gym, but then I would come home. I would sit on the couch. I would do more work, eating ice cream, eating pizza, drinking wine, right? By the time I got to bed at maybe 11, 12, and then have to get up again the next morning at five or six, not getting enough sleep. And it's this constant cycle and you get into this, this habit and then you don't know how to get out of it. So I wasn't fueling my body with the good food, even though I would occasionally go to the gym, it wasn't necessarily restorative because I wasn't giving myself enough rest and recovery 
to really make an impact. And I'll tell you that after a couple of years of doing that, my brain was fried. I was so frustrated and upset and things weren't coming together. And especially in sales. I mean, you are your business. And if you are not on your A game, your clients and your prospects will see right through you. And for any entrepreneur, every entrepreneur is a salesperson, right? Because that's what you're doing. I don't care what it is that your business is, you have to sell it. So if you want to be on your A game and you want to really show up in your business, then you've got to start by taking care of yourself. And a huge part of that is stress management, recovery, sleep, fueling your body with good food, living in your core values and self-care and practicing mindfulness. I just want to uh, read what Megan said as well. Megan said, I've just started a routine again. And you're so right, Hallie. Since starting my biz, I've been very like Lauren. I deal with me once the biz is successful. Yeah, I can really relate to that, Megan. (laughs) So many people can, right, Megan and Lauren? I mean, it's like, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. But here's something that I want to offer is when is later? When is enough? Right? You have to be enough right now in this moment. And you have to give yourself value right now in this moment and know that your value and your self-care is not at the expense of anything or anybody else because you are of the utmost importance. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I'm just like, yes, preach on Allie, preach on. It's so true, you know, cause I mean, like I was saying in your show, like I just recently kind of, you know, I, I mean, it was a value shift. It's interesting hearing you say like, it goes back to your values. Cause I was explaining just for people who don't know on Hallie show I was saying, you know, in terms of what I've been, I didn't do a lot to look after myself. And recently this year, it's like, I quit smoking. I stopped drinking as much. I got into a much better morning routine. Uh, I changed my diet. I went to a more pescatarian diet and like all of these things. I'm like, I feel so energetic now and I'm experiencing it. So for me, I'm like, yeah, now it's like super obvious because I feel like I'm kind of coming out on the other side of it, you know, and starting to see the benefits. But when you're in that, that sort of like either you're sustaining the bad habits or maybe even going more down that downward spiral of it getting worse and worse, it can just feel like it's not possible. So for people who feel like that, for people who are like, yeah, I am doing the smoking and drinking and, you know, or whatever those vices are, watching lots of TV, you know, where, what's the first step they need to take? Where do they start? Oh, I'm glad you said that because it can seem very, very overwhelming. And I just want to start saying that the place that I'm at now where I spend, you know, anywhere from an hour to two hours each morning on a morning routine for myself, I did not start there. So you have to start really small, really simple. Start with one thing. And it doesn't really matter what that one thing is, you know, whatever that you can sustain. So this one comes up a lot with my clients is sleep. A lot of them don't get enough sleep. And I think that that's really common, especially for business owners, entrepreneurs, right? You feel like, and I know this too, because I could literally be working all the time and it's hard to turn it off turn off the social media. It's hard to turn off the emails. It's hard to turn off, but I have one more phone call. I have one more thing to do. I have one more graphic to make, right? There's always one more thing of whatever it is. So if you can start with something like sleep and say, Hey, look, if right now I'm getting six hours of sleep and I really want to move to seven, then let's start reverse engineering that and just make it really simple. So maybe even doing that leap of one extra hour of sleep seems like too much, then do 15 minutes. Do 15 minutes of extra sleep, meaning end your day 15 minutes earlier and do that for a week or two. 
And then after that, go 30 minutes and do that for a week or two and do these baby steps so that you get up to that extra hour of sleep that you're looking for. And what happens is you start to feel the positive effect, just like you're saying, Lauren, right? You feel the energy, you feel how good, you know, how good your body starts to feel. You see the benefit, you see how it's making a positive impact. And then you think, huh, what else could I add to that? Maybe I can throw in an extra green juice or something, right? Whatever the thing is. So it's, it's all about taking it in small baby steps and not doing everything all at once. Because if you try to do everything all at once, you're going to burn out on that too. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of like so many of us are like type A personality as well, right? Where we're kind of like, if I'm going to achieve something, I'm going to do it 110%, right? (laughs) Totally. So if I'm going to do, you know, there's a quote, uh, I I can't remember. It's a a relatively famous quote, but it's like anything worth doing is worth doing badly, you know? Like, and I'm like, that's what, that's what's helped me with so many things. Just go, hang on. Okay. I can't go for, you know, I like to go for like an hour walk, listen to a podcast, go for some, some mornings I can't do that, but I'm like, but I can go for a 15 minute walk still. Exactly. I can still do something, you know? Exactly. Well, that reminds me. So there's a woman, I don't know if anybody here follows her, but her, her real name is Brie Argetzinger, but she goes by the Betty Rocker and mm-hmm. she is a fitness and nutrition expert. She has a podcast too and all this stuff. Anyway, Um, what she talks about is doing all or something instead of having an all or nothing mentality, exactly like you're saying, do something, maybe it's 10 minutes of movement. Maybe it's, you know, having a gratitude practice where you write down one thing you're grateful for when you wake up and one thing you're grateful for when you go to bed at night, maybe it's getting that 15 minutes extra of sleep, whatever it is, do something, but it, you asked me before, how do you start? And the, the answer that I always give is you have to start by making the choice. And you have to start by choosing yourself. So I choose myself. I choose to take care of my body, my mind, and my spirit. And this is how I'm going to do it one step at a time. Actually, that that leads me into the other question I was going to ask you is like, what I'm really loving about what you're saying is you're talking about the physical, the mental, the spiritual, the emotional, like you're talking about, cause, cause a lot of the time we hear from people who are like, it's, it's fitness and diet, you right. know, you go to the gym, you know, calories, in, calories out, right? <laughs> you know, right. like that's the formula. Right. Um, but to me, I'm like, I've, I've never been motivated to eat better for the sake of losing weight. Like that's right. just not what drives me. Right. For me, I'm like, the reason I go for a swim is because like, it means that it keeps depression at bay. It means right. that I'm less likely to have mental health issues. But if I go outside, if I mean, and in this year, that's, that's hard for, I mean, in Australia, we're a bit luckier, but like, I mean, the idea of not being able to go outside and get sunlight, like freaks me out. So like, right. you know, what, one, why is that important to not just think about the physical and then two, for people who are in lockdown again and things like that, can you share some some tips for them, some things that might might help them as well? Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I write down in my journal every day is just kind of a whole body check. And so I write down the words mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And I just write down one word that I'm feeling in that moment that has to do with it. And there's no judgment. It's just in my journal. I just write it down. How am I feeling mentally? How am I feeling emotionally, physically, and spiritually? And I just do that as a daily check-in to just be like, hey, 
how am I feeling today? You know, sometimes I'm feeling really on my game. I'm feeling really clear mentally. I'm feeling really strong. I'm feeling energized. I'm feeling really open to spiritual practices. Other days, I just, you know, I feel like crap. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to move. I feel sad or whatever the feelings might be. But when you can acknowledge and accept yourself for who you are each and every day, that's a huge step of self-awareness that really helps lead you into just understanding what is that something that you can do that day. And yeah, it's not just, when I first started my business, I actually really wanted to spend a lot of time working with clients on fitness and nutrition because I love those things. And I think they're fascinating. I think they're beneficial. But what I realized is that so much more of it starts with here, starts with the mindset which is why I kind of moved into this. Um, I call myself a mindset ninja because I want to teach people, you know, you got to start with the mindset. You got to start with the positive self-talk. You got to start with affirmations, start with gratitude. You know, how can you pull yourself into a space of making that positive choice, right? Because when you can get to that mindset, then all the other parts start to follow. Then you're more motivated to take that swim or to eat, you know, to drink the green smoothie. So I think that you have to start you know, you have to start by nourishing yourself mentally. And sometimes that's all we can do, right? Sometimes, sometimes we can't even move our physical body in a way. We don't have the the motivation. We don't have the energy to go for the run or, you know, do a hit workout and that's fine. Right. So maybe it's just, I'm going to work on talking to myself kindly and showing myself some compassion. And then maybe I'll take a walk around the block and that will be enough. And I am enough and I feel really good about myself. Mm. Um, The second question you asked about what can people do that are in lockdown? Honestly, there's so much that you can do at home. One of my favorite things, and this goes back to, to movement, but, you know, when you do physical movement, it releases endorphins that helps. It's this, you know, positive chain reaction that creates all this positive momentum and your headspace goes to a great place. One thing that you can do is every time you get up to go to the bathroom, for example, you do five push-ups or five squats or five sit-ups. So by the end of the day, hopefully, you know, you've gotten in at least 20 to 30 squats, push-ups, sit-ups, whatever the case is. Um, hopefully you can, you know, get outside of wherever you live. If you can take a walk around the block a couple times a day, awesome. The other thing I like to recommend to people is to use their um, reminders on their phone either reminders on your phone or alarms and set reminders and alarms for things like write in my journal, um, dance break. That's a fun one. Um, you know, say an affirmation. So whatever you can do and just put it as the, the note. So when it goes off, you're like, Oh, that's my time to take a five minute dance break or to, you know, call up my best friend and tell her a joke or whatever the case may be. So, you know, using the tools you have at your disposal so that you don't just go about your day living in this space of, oh shoot, the day has gone by and I haven't paid attention to what I've done. And now I haven't taken care of myself at all. And I feel like crap. Mm, yeah. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's, yeah. I think that's really, um, really useful. Like I've heard of like, kind of, uh, is it called like habit stacking? Like where, yeah. where you talk about, you kind of put those and I just like, that's so clever. Yeah. Cause it's like a cue for you to go, right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do a couple of squats. Cause I've, I remember I'm going, I'm going to the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Exactly. Um, if anyone wants a good book on that, um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. He's one of my favorites when it comes to habits. 
I was going to say, I, I, like I, my, one of my friends just read this recently and she's like so into it now. And I'm like, yeah, I've got the book and I started reading it. I need to finish it. And she's like, it's the best you have to read. I'm like, okay. <laughs> put it's it on the audio list. and then when you're like on your way to your swim, listen to it. And then on your way back. Well, I, you know, and this is the thing as well, right? I mean, like one thing that I think is quite interesting is how many habits we have just because like that's the way we used to do things. Yeah, You know, like Zoom is not new. People started using Zoom this year, but Zoom is not a new thing. Zoom has right. been around for a while, right? But people are like, oh no, video conference call, like I'm not going to do that. And now we have to do that. And now right. people are like, oh, there's all these benefits of like, we can have a conversation. We're on the other side of the world. Right. right. And I think it's the same with like, I, I feel like that happens with habits for all sorts of different things. Like, oh, I, if I read a book, it has to be the physical book. You know, I have to do it. Right. I have to consume content this way because I, you know, it's like, no, you just make it work for you. You know, if you want to listen, if you want to like, do you see that a lot that people are, are kind of like they're when you work with people is the solution kind of a bit easier once you identify, okay, this is the barrier. This is the problem. Oh, absolutely. Well, in, I'm sure you've heard this before, but what is the hardest part of running a marathon? The first step, is it? Is yeah. it something yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first mile is the hardest part, right? It's even, exactly. even beyond that, it's putting on your shoes, right? Mm. So how do you, how do you break down the barriers to entry? How do you make it easy for yourself? As humans, for some reason, we're drawn to overcomplicating and overthinking. And I don't know the science behind it. Maybe you know that, Lauren, but I know in practice, I could overcomplicate anything. And instead of finding the simplest path, I want to go this really circuitous route. And then I look back and I'm like, wait a second, why didn't I just go from here to here instead of going like all the way, you know, around in the other. So, you know, make it easy on yourself. If you want to start moving, put your sneakers out by the door before you go to bed, right? If you want to get up a little bit earlier, put your phone on the other side of the room so that you have to physically get out of your bed and go get your phone instead of just like tapping it. So you hit the snooze button. You know, yeah. if you want to write in your gratitude journal before you go to bed, then put your gratitude journal right next to your nightside table where your lamp is and you're going to see it before you turn your light off. Right. Make it easy for yourself. Use the, the technology we have, you know, use the phone reminders to say, hey, get up, move your body. You know, a lot of people do this. Brendan Burchard says this, and I love this. He says, set a reminder for every 90 minutes on your phone to have an alarm go off so that you get up and move your body for five minutes, whatever you do. Because we're in such a sedentary culture and even more so now since the pandemic has happened, you know, and we're, and when we're sedentary, I mean, gosh, there's so many negative things that happen with your body just from sitting too long. You know, your joints hurt, you're out of alignment, you physically, you know, you're lethargic, you're tired, your body doesn't process as well, all of it. But we forget because we get so consumed, especially as business owners, we get so consumed and I'm super guilty of this, you know, I mean, I don't really feel bad about it. So guilty is probably the wrong word to use, but I'm, uh, I'm, I, this happens to me frequently. I'll be the first to admit it. And then I'm like, shoot, I got to go get up and get my butt outside. Even just go out into my backyard and get some fresh air and put my feet on the earth. And that's a huge reset. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, when you were talking before about like, sometimes I, you know, would forget to eat and, and I wasn't sleeping up. Like for me, 
like Hallie, this is this is so funny. Like I laugh at myself for this, but I will be like busting to go to the toilet. I'll be yeah. like, I really need to go. But I'm like, oh, but I really just want to get this email out. So I, I and I like I'm really, sitting here like this. Girl, we are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> and I'm I, I, you know, like, I know this stuff, right? Like I know this. And then still I'm yeah. like, just get up, you know? Mm. But I'd like to share. So one, one thing that I do that is really impactful for me is affirmations. And I know I shared with you that I have an affirmation card deck, but the reason that affirmations are so powerful is because they remind us of how we can be the best version of ourselves. And so one tip that I would love to offer to anybody listening is put post-its with affirmations in your workspace. So I want to show you one that I have right here. I am asserting the mastery of my real self. And I keep this post-it on my desktop. So I look at this all day. So if I'm doing my emails on a call with a client, doing an interview, I see these words in front of me. I am asserting the mastery of my real self, meaning that I'm going to take care of myself, mind, body, and spirit, because I am worth it. And that is how I show up best in all aspects of my life. And it's right there in front of me. So there's no excuses, no reason that I'm going to forget it because I put it right there on that post-it and I see it every, every time I'm doing something. So like make it simple, right? Don't overcomplicate. We all have post-its. I mean, if anyone wants some, you know, I've got like stacks of these things. So <laughs> I love it. I, it's, it's interesting. Cause it's like one, one thing that, um, I realized I say to myself quite a lot now there's two, one is like, I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. And the other one is um, what I said to you on your show. Wait, what was it? What's the other one? Oh, like I am a valuable human, you yeah. know, and like they're kind of related, but like, it's like, I am valuable because I'm human really. Yeah. It, it, it's this weird thing where I feel like it's like, of course I technically know I'm good enough. But until I started saying it to myself, it's like it wasn't a reality to me. And, right. you know, it's not an area I, I, I'm going to pretend to know a lot about, but I just I know that when I started saying that and it, it's probably like people listening, like that's such an obvious thing to say to yourself. And I'm like, that was what really helped me. That's what really helped me. Uh, in so many ways. And the, the thing is as well is like we're talking about business success and, you know, we're talking about it from that perspective of type A personality and stuff. But what I find is like all these things, they they connect, right? They integrate. So like, you know, how I'm feeling about one thing in my life has a massive impact on something that you would think is completely unrelated. I'm like, no, because it all goes back to like me saying I'm good enough. That's, that's what it comes back to. Absolutely. And, and once you realize your value and you recognize it and you're comfortable enough to say it, which means that you have to have enough self-confidence and self-awareness to say, I am worthy. I am enough. I am valuable. Right. Then you want to do the things that support that because our brains are quite simple, although they are extremely complex, even more so than any supercomputer. They're also very, very simple. And if you say the words to yourself, I am a valuable human and I am enough, then you and you keep saying those words every single day, you're going to start taking action to support those words. And that's why you're going to start doing the self-care. 
That's why you're going to start getting up earlier and going for that swim. That's why you're going to start moving your body on a regular basis. That's why you're going to start practicing gratitude regularly because you know how beneficial it's going to be. And the next time you go to make that sales call to close that million dollar deal, you're going to say, I am a valuable human and I am enough. And this client is worthy of my services. And that's why they're going to buy from me. Mm -hmm. Love it. Well, we have to wrap up in a second, Hallie, but for people who are listening to this and going, oh my goodness, this woman has so much great (laughs) advice and tips and I want more of this. How do they find out more about you, your show, get connected? Where do they need to go? Uh, Well, you can always go to my website, which is just sassyhealthy.fit. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn. All of my posts are there. My podcast is called the Sassy AF Audio Experience or Sassy AF TV on YouTube. So you can find all the links in all the places I'm on all social media. If you, if you find me once on social media, you can't get away from me. So Sorry, not sorry. I said in one of my uh, podcasts, or by this time that this goes out, it might be a few weeks ago, but I was like, I'm like, I am everywhere. I am watching you. (laughs) I am everywhere. (laughs) Well, I'll make sure all of those links are, I'll put them in the the show description. I'll put them in the comments if you're watching this on LinkedIn. If you're watching this now, obviously go back to the beginning. to the of the the live stream um but hallie thank you so much for being so generous with your time this was really really interesting so great to chat with you i really really appreciate it thank you lauren it's been a pleasure to be here and i just love i love you you're so fun and i'm so glad we've had this opportunity to connect today so thank you for having me oh likewise oh thanks hallie and thanks everyone for watching appreciate it megan as well see you bye megan bye megan Alrighty, so that's it from me for today. Have a lovely rest of the week. Hope you're getting outside. Hope you're getting to enjoy the nice weather we've been having. And if you're overseas and it's getting colder, I hope you're nice and cozy and warm. Uh, I'll be back on Friday with my live stream. Not sure what we're going to be talking about yet, but as with every week, it's on the same time, 11 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time come say hi, come get a shout out on the show, come ask your questions. I'll be talking about something to do with growing your brand. I hope to see you there. I love meeting listeners of the show as well. So if you come and check it out, let me know that you listen to the podcast. And yeah, I'll be back on Friday. Until next time, remember sharing your talents with the world will make it a better place.